dance with me. <laughs> I'm gonna start it off with a song. Hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, what a joy. Okay, it's playing somewhere else. Uh, let me pause that. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. What an honor. My gosh, exciting to be here with you guys. Yes, I'm loving this song too. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Well, I just love it because it says, I love you. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. It is such an honor to be here with you in this moment in time. Pivotal, pivotal, pivotal videos to come to right now in this um, live stream. And then also in the next one where we are going to be going into the blueprint of the matrix. You don't want to miss that. It is going to be um, life changing <laughs> completely. It's going to put many things into perspective for you. All right, beautiful. Did I darken my hair? No, no, I just have a little bit of um, trying to cover the sun because I guess I'm extra bright with the sun hitting me. But no, still the same color. Uh, it's natural. All right, beautiful. So, um, yes, we'll be taking questions today. So let me introduce myself, though. I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis Healing, as well as the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe. I am also the founder to Rising Phoenix Mystery School, which you can find all our content under my website, risingphoenixaurora.com, and also under Patreon, Rising Phoenix Mystery School. I host retreats and workshops live, online, and also in person. Join us. Love to see you in Siesta Key, January 9th, and then also in November, we're going to have a live workshop where we teach aura hypnosis, what we're going to be talking about. Galactic Soul History of the Universe, um, book one. So I host the different retreats, both in, in both of these uh, avenues, online and in person. So love to see you there. Get more information on, under my website. And to support all that we do, go to, um, go to Patreon for $4 a month, and you get a li private live Q&A with a group and guided meditation with me. And then overall, just so you know, we do a lot. So love your support there. And then... Um, Go to Rumble, Spotify, and all that. Thank you. I offer Galactic Akashic readings, raw Reiki sessions, aura hypnosis, which is what we're going to be talking about in this moment in time in this video. So I offer all these sessions with me, a one-on-one, -on -one, under my website, risingphoenixaura.com. Thank you. What a joy. What a joy. What a joy. All right. Okay, so yes, we will be talking about this most powerful series. Um, we've begun it at this point and uh, do a quick little intro but if you haven't written your questions do so now in chat love to see your questions there so that we can answer them so this is the first time we've ever done this even though the book did come out uh, officially if you google it 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 did come out um if originally um published december 21st 2020 and we all know if you guys have been watching me and watching our content you know that how important um that date is and how the bifurcation trifurcation began then okay 
All right, beautiful. So you guys can hear me, see me good, it looks like. Okay. All right. So add your questions there. Making sure I have everything here. Okay. So let's talk about what this, um, so this would be like a 40 minute video we're looking at. <laughs> um, even though sometimes, you know, we always go over, but yes. All right. And we're going to remote view the matrix you all get ready Ooh, you don't want to miss that one okay in about 50 minutes all right cool okay so let's get started so how did this book come about well you all have watched um most likely if not i suggest you go watch it um interviewing aurora and uh you heard my journey and how i got here how i was able to come into this moment in time and space and be be um, you know, begin my spiritually uh, awakened journey so that I could be here with you all. So in case you haven't watched that, I suggest you definitely go and watch that because it'd be really important for you uh, to understand what we're all about to start speaking about. Okay. All right. So, wow. What a journey. You always wonder, like, what was the journey for an author, right? To To do something such a... It feels like such a big accomplishment. I remember when I was a little girl, um, there's two things when, you know, at school they ask you, what do you want to be? And um, two things that I wanted to be. <laughs> I wanted to be a vet, a vet, because I really loved animals, you know, I, uh, animals are everything to me. And then I wanted to be an author. And I remember thinking like, I wonder why I said that? Why did I say that? We're just channeling what our future selves, what we're about to come into. So that for me was very pivotal and huge to finally release our book one. So this this is a book series and um, I have actually the next book four, all the way to book four um, content. And it just takes a lot of time to prepare because it's it's a lot of, um, so the work of transcription, and then also um, with book two, which is phenomenal, as you've been watching our channelings, I really got to channel this time around, we really condense the client sessions, and I'm putting the pieces together, and it is huge, it, it is the next, what we've been waiting for to, what is this AI, and what is this Archon thing, mm -hmm. that's one of the major topics, but it's also about, uh, goodness, the journey, the, again, the history, so that's her book too. There's no telling. I know people ask. I can't say say when it's gonna come out. I just can tell you that I'm working really hard at it every day. Uh, relentless. Just really, really, um, yeah, um, fiercely working hard at it every day. Okay. Now, um, so that journey. Wow. So yes, when I started waking up, I started doing aura sessions. Uh, I began with QSHT, uh, but that didn't quite um, work out for my soul signature because uh, people started to, when they came to me, they were having um, blockages, especially like all of a sudden they'd be laying there and then they they would have some kind of like spirit possession. And what happens is that when you're in um, source love light, and that's what I would hold, I would source love light. It's similar like when you channel, like say you're a Reiki healer, um, and then you're Reiki healing and that's what you're channeling, like the universal source of light. So when you're in this embodiment, what happens is that if a person is in a theta brainwave, what will happen is that some of the inversions, entities, traumas that are within them that are holding them stuck and that's not letting them, you know, enlighten or ascend or lift in vibration, what will happen is that these things will come up. So then that's why um, we were literally seeing, I was seeing people 
have a reptilian an entity start speaking um but it was also always within safety and the angels were always there the higher self were always telling me and they're literally who taught me aura hypnosis because i had a choice i had people who were coming to me who others that you know whether they're they were other hypnosis practitioners or other healers or their their family their loved ones didn't believe them the you know the the system put them in psych words and drug them up um, so i had a choice am i going to be like these people who are not believing in these people who their reality is very much real and you know i too as well had entity situations and boy we could be here for hours talking about those in my journey how i got here and how i understood say the paranormal understood that we we are all spirits we're all entities but this is our physical illusional body so um and it really by the time um i understood that i love everyone infinite in infinite ways so whoever's in front of me if they are ready to to self-heal to begin their self-healing journey my rose will hold the love light for them to achieve that level so that was the choice i i had am i going to fall with the system of the spirit maybe the spiritual community that tells them they don't have reptilians attached or they don't have different things attached to them or am i or or the physical where they're telling them they're crazy and they need help which i have to say i'm not a licensed phys doctor or physician okay um so my choice was of course no i believe and love all perspectives and this vibration that kept me going in this highest love light is what then allowed for me to to basically assist my clients to connect in levels that they had never been able to connect to so some of the content that you are here to read so here through audiobook if you buy it on my website or if you read it through ebook or paperback it is vast it's infinite it is so deep that it heals you i've had people who heal from all sorts of conditions and illnesses from themselves just by reading just by listening to a video because we have these videos here on youtube over 130 of them where you could get to watch their experience so that's what i was doing i was being the interviewer interviewer i was taking down i was asking the questions i was hearing their stories i was logging that for them so that um they could their story could be heard their journey could be heard and then with every single session that i did i felt a shift in me because that is the biggest growth that you can have imagine meeting a pleiadian being one day and then the next day you meet an angelic being and then the next day you meet a source being that came straight from source or a star seed from the 12th dimension imagine that and think about all the beautiful energy that you you are assisting and holding space for them in love light and think about what gifts you're getting in return for being this unconditional loving person for the for these beings that are in front of you that need assistance then that are working so hard to have worked all their lives to to us to to work in ascending consciousness and yeah so you receive light codes you receive healings you receive messages you yes actually i just had a session yesterday in this beautiful um divine masculine who oh my god he was in the trapped in the psych ward for four years <sighs> guys what a what a journey you guys and at the end it doesn't happen too often but archangel michael gives me a little message just like a cute couple little words and it's just like wow thank you um 
So yes, it feels like when you're listening to their journeys, because all higher selves are connected to one another, it feels like they're talking to you as well. So imagine the light codes, the downloads, the integrations, the, the raising of vibration that you receive every day just by doing one of these sacred aura hypnosis sessions and raw Reiki sessions. So yeah, that's my journey. So thank you to all those beautiful, I'm actually about to, I'm about to hit 500 sessions. I know in the session, uh, when the, where I wrote the book, I think I was only like at 300. So we're almost at 500 now that I specifically did, but we do also have aura practitioners that we are certified internationally. And you can find those under aurapractitioners.com. And then there are also raw Reiki practitioners and, and the Akashic readings that we offer. Wow, so what a journey. So I'm so excited with you guys. Thank you for allowing that intro so you could understand how we got there. And yes, 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 it, it is excitement. It, it is exciting you all to be on like our end and to listen to people's journey and like, wow, discover like a new planet, a new universe, a new um, alien race. It's just like, oh, it's so fulfilling and so expand, expanding in ways that I can explain through words, but I can only express through vibration and love. So yeah. <laughs> All right, beautiful. So let's begin. I'm going to go ahead and start taking the questions. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I see we have some already here. Again, add them there. We're going to go through them as quick as possible. Oh, okay. So someone says, I'm curious to know about your walk-in experience. Can you tell us what that was like? Yeah. So my fine, the final chapter. So in case you haven't read the book again, spoilers, you know, like, um, spoiler alert, because we don't want to ruin anything. There's some, some gigantic things that happen that, that prepare you every step way, every chapter that you read it, it's gradually, it's like a stepping. It's like Yeshua always reminds me that he is like a, like a spiral staircase and you're stepping and you're stepping. Um, so, wow. And um, as you're stepping, reading the book, you get to the grand finale and you're like, wow. So one of the things that I share is that I am a, a walk-in. What that means is, so in we've explained this in some prior videos and I say it briefly. Um, so in order for us to come here, we need to, if we are um, looking to come in at a higher, say, starseed level or higher dimensional being, we need to come into one of the vessels. There is a limited amount of vessels on, on in, the, in the matrix, and we'll talk more about that in the next video. So there's a limited amount of vessels. So that's why you would hear, like, say, Dolores talk about that in her, in her um, trends, in her videos how everybody was so important because everybody is important the physical body because we all come in into these bodies that are already here in this blueprint of earth and um so in every single one of you who is a star seed who is an angelic being who is a higher dimensional being especially if maybe you didn't really have lives here on earth and you're coming from the higher dimensions maybe even from straight from source um, you, in order for you to come in, you have to actually come into a body that's already here because you weren't, say, maybe you weren't here, perhaps from original blueprints. Um, but the way that I can explain is that, so then you have to come in into 
And if you are coming from a higher perspective of higher dimensional energies, then you come you what you typically will do is come into a essence of of you so say you are in the 11th dimension right you're saying an angelic being in the 11th dimension but angelic beings are multi-dimensional they go infinite to all dimensions so but say you are an elohim in the 11th dimension and then you um are deciding to come in well this elohim being has infinite fractals perhaps throughout creation right but maybe on earth maybe they have i don't know 100 so out of these hundred fractals that they have incarnated here on earth um this angelic being coming from the 11th dimension so this being here on earth in the third dimension right now is a fractal of this 11 dimensional but multi-dimensional angelic being so what happens is that this fractal here has been stuck most likely in the inverted matrix which we'll be talking about next and it needs assistance so the and so what it is what we're doing here in the 11th dimension as this angelic oversoul or higher self being oversoul is more like higher in the where it's zero and infinite dimensions that's where the oversoul is at higher selves are in higher dimensions there's not a specific dimension because they travel through the different dimensions of creation okay and as um so then what happens is that this soul is done it's done what it needed to do perhaps or maybe it's stuck so it needs assistance so as it's born it gradually shifts and we talked about this in the past we're going to stick with new information as as it gradually shifts and it raises in vibration it reaches a peak point where this now higher self over here can now create a bigger piece a holder piece of their angelic energies that still is this fractal but this essence of angelic being is going to carry more light codes it's similar like the star seeds the babies that are coming in like that okay so it's actually just like that so this essence soul that comes in from this angelic being will prepare it it'll cultivate even for a while inside of earth sometimes even hundreds of years these things are not just uh, they don't happen like sporadically in the higher dimensions they actually happen very divinely planned and um without overstepping boundaries so then um so then this essence cultivates inside earth and we talked about that through um different videos that we talked about which one um the lionsgate lionsgate and the pyramids and the, the double-sided diamonds that are inside of earth so you can watch that video for that um and then when it's time it's a portal that they come out and they birth out and mother's heart is there with them inside of earth and then they come out and then they merge into the body so so they can merge into if that can be considered a walk and if they can merge into right into a baby body that maybe that fractal has is has an agreement with um a benevolent agreement with the higher dimensional of them this is a long explanation okay um and then um so there's many different perspectives i'm just giving you like some ma main major ones and then basically it's a soul agreement so they come in the higher aspect that the higher that the higher self has created here of this angelic being comes in integrates and at that point it becomes a walk-in if you want to see it that way but it is because it, what it, it does is sometimes that soul that was here before they come in but it's still them right because this is a smaller fractal of them and then this is a bigger fractal of them now in some cases though it's a whole different um 
uh, soul that comes in benevolently that is in agreement too. I've, I, boy, I've, the journeys that I've heard, they're quite infinite of how this works out. Uh, but for the majority is um, your wholer being of you is going to come in, integrate, and that's how my walking is. Um, so, you know, I went by Aura, and then she would call, would be like, Aurora is my higher self. And then she was very connected, worked really hard. And then, um, yeah, I came in. She knew the minute I was coming in and flying in with the beautiful um, celestial prime dragons of purity that protected my soul. They came in and um, they brought my soul in. There are the storks and they, you know, put me in. And then she knew she was aware of it. And we integrated and her perspective, her fractal was done. She had done what she needed to do. She just needed to go ascend out and go hang out in the new earth. So her essence is hanging out in the new earth, really beautifully, very happy. Um, and then, but when, per my example, my walk-in came in, I integrated her her memories and so on. Yeah, so, so that's typically how a major walk-in will work and that's my explanation to to my walk-in so but again there's many different perspectives and there is also negative polarize and i wouldn't call it a walk-in because that's not a walk-in uh, where they compromise the soul they they you know they in, they can't completely replace the soul but what they will do is that they will black magic soul bind the soul and then the negative polarized entity when the soul is in the lowest dimension when negative polarized entity <laughs> comes in thinking maybe i should have made a whole video about walking <laughs> um so yes and they, they come in and they encase that soul into a black magic kind of like a cage black magic cage or cube um that's inverted and they contain it and then the soul is still in the body but that's the original soul is still somewhere there, but it's locked away like a like a like they sold their soul away similar. So that is a negative polarized. So we were talking about the benevolence um, point of view. All right, let's continue. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. I think we're good. We explained that really, really good. Okay. So how do you come to your actual name? I feel like having or finding a spiritual name can help step into the new story of our journey. Do you have any advice on that? Mm -hmm. The way I came into my name is that angels started calling me it. I started listening. Um, even like when I was actually a big portion of my first sessions of all those clients, they helped me remember who I was. All those past life regressions that I did on people, they, because of all those downloads and benevolent integrations that's how i started remembering and then but mostly i would hear the angels call me aurora aurora so listen listen to the wind listen to the birds who are messengers from source um this you know maybe lay your ear to the earth and and have mother earth tell her to give you your name put your ear to her heart and to her soil and trust yourself and don't doubt. See, we they often give you the name and you're like, nah. <laughs> They'll be like, yes, you're Archangel. Ah, oh, Divine Mother Sophia. And you're like, no way. <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, you're Archangel Michael. And you're like, oh, what? You know, so uh, yeah, often they give you your names. And, and their names may also be just consisting of different syllables. Or your name, it might not even be audible in, in um, you know, human language. So... 
Mm -hmm. um, just listen in and oh, your name could also be just like a symbol, like an alchemy symbol, like a light code that could be your name. And perhaps uh, the sound is not expressible by the human vocal cords. So yes, listen to creation. If you want your name, they will give it to you. So listen, um, listen, and then let go of any doubt and and um, worry upon yourself or um, self doubt. Definitely not mistrusting yourself and what you're getting is a is a huge blockage that we self impose upon ourselves. Okay, uh, letting go of that programming there. All right, beautiful. Uh huh. Okay. Okay, someone's asking, can you describe how it feels and what it's like to go through so much change and growth from your beginnings of awakening to now? Whew, wow. Yeah, so if you look back at my videos from six years ago, um, you look at them and you're like, that's Aurora? What? <laughs> it looks like such a younger version of me, but, you know, physically, I, I think I still look pretty young <laughs> um, because I'm always keeping crystalline and sunbathing and keeping my skin very young with the sun, sunbathing. Um, so, wow, <laughs> yeah. So even if you look at, if you look at like last week's video to this video, you will notice that I look different. And that's because we go through such a vast expansion if we allow it and we're met we're matching vibration to this these ex divine expansions that are waiting for us to integrate with but we have to be that matching vibration if we're stuck in doubt within ourselves stuck in worry stuck in um trauma then we can't reach these higher dimensional vi um, vibrations then to receive the higher dimensional coding right so it begins with that and that's what we're one of the things that we're all about is that right um is how to help you lift out from that okay um so yes so remembering though that every minute and even every hour they explain here one hour is really beyond the quantum realm could be seen through quantum physics as at least three years one hour here of earth so if you honor the whole hour that you have here on earth and you really treated it in most divine light and you worked even down to that one hour gigantically gigantically within yourself you really are just a different person from one hour to another because i mean that technically it's been years so um really treating everything sacredly in that way we talked about this before okay um yeah so mm -hmm. how does it feel hmm. <sighs> how does that feel wow hmm. <laughs> it feels Mm, so what, what words can I use <laughs> as a divine feminine for me it feels very empowering um it feels fierce it feels sovereign it feels sexy <laughs> it feels like I am you know the goddess energy as we are our goddesses and gods of source essences and it feels reassuring because when you step into this vibration that you're, you're all knowing because you can find your inner knowledge 
what it does, it just allows for you to flow in every which way. And then when you think that you're at a halt and you don't know which way to go left or right in your path, then you just silence and you ask the question. And then you realize the minute you ask the question, you receive the answer. But are you trusting your answer or are you creating chaos around the answer that has been given to you? And often we create chaos, right? So it's about inner trust, inner love, inner understanding, and inner mm, the inner fire. It's like you're this eternal flame and igniting it and being it and being that source light that you are, that source flame. So it feels magical is the word I the words I can say it feels truly divinely magical and that's why I know I've been on that on some of the on your end because I began there too right and I know what it feels like to be in the lowest in the lowest you could ever think of you all I've been through inverted timelines just like you guys and I remember um this one time in my awakening when I actually right around the time where my walk-in came in and I remember um, this, uh, the fractal that I was before me and how low she was and how beat up she was by the world. And I remember that feeling and hearing she was very connected. So, you know, she would hear voices, you know, voices that are negative, that are telling you to, to you know, you're not worthy, telling you that all these different negative things that push you and push you because they want you to not be here anymore. And I remember being in that like type of PTSD stuck in it, in repeated inversions, and it was painful. And then I was working through already like removing inverted timelines and they were hard. They were hard because you have to remember them to delete them for the majority. And then it was, it was rough. And that is in the moment in time and space I told myself six years ago, that no matter what, whoever came to me, if they allowed it, that I will hold that space and love light for them and to help them come out of that sinking hole that you feel like you're in. And then also I had this uh, implant in one of my toes. This implant was, um, was creating the PTSD and was actually feeding like false visions to me. And it was uh, creating, like trying to create inverted timelines through me. And it kept me there and I would try to raise up and raise my Phoenix fire and I couldn't lift up. I was in this constant pain and pain and pain. So then that's also one of the reasons why I came in as Aurora to um, that aura fractal because she was, she had already done a lot of work. She had also um, gone through and she had already, you know, overcome some of these inverted cycles herself. So it was time for someone else to come in that was fuller, a fuller essence of higher self. So in that moment in time, when I, I told myself that no matter what, I would do everything that I could do for everyone who came to me. So long as, of course, they're benevolent and they really want help. As you know, sometimes you do come across people who are just messing with you or so on. But those people who are ready, and that's what I do every day. What a joy. Because I know what it's like. I know. I love you. <laughs> okay. So um, how or what 
led you to start in this journey of hypnosis. So Dolores led me. Uh, you can listen to the journey of interviewing Aurora because I talk about Dolores there and how um, she, my journey there and how I found her and as many of you here have found her. Um, and it was quite phenomenal the way I found her. Um, I had found her content a month before and then one day I decided to do a session on my husband, my beautiful Zen. And when I put him in, guess who speaks raw and they're like someone near and dear wants to talk to you and they said it's Dolores and I'm freaking out (laughs) I'm like why I'm like falling off my chair you know I'm like I'm about to throw up when this is happening (laughs) and and that's how that's how I began it was Dolores she did it and then you know along the way she further explained how we were together in Atlantis when the fall happened and we together you know we we through the sessions and my husband sent them realistic. So it's quite phenomenal uh, to watch him go in because he doesn't remember anything. And they just, they just deliver these most beautiful divine messages back then when I needed them. And then, yes, that was a huge part of me being here too. So your loved ones are around you. So in case you want to go into the theta brainwave and start discovering more of them and who, who you are, it's, it's just there, it's just infinite this because it, it, it starts recalling your memory, their memory. And at that point, you all become invincible. You become unstoppable. Even if the inverted matrix tries to mess with you, you find the way out. You find the way through it. Uh, it's just beautiful. So again, we highly recommend the aura hypnosis and raw Reiki because that teaches you to do that. Okay. Um, yes. So yes, um, beautiful sessions with my husband is what brought me on uh, here to this moment in time, and specifically Raw and Dolores Cannon, which I didn't know who who was Raw. Period. Back then, I thought it was like a sun god. <laughs> Technically, it's a sun, but yes. Um, and yes, from there, though, the big thing was that they didn't really share too much. Even then, like when they communicated um, to me through his session, they didn't really share too much as far as like details, because it's also really important that they only give you the breadcrumbs to ensure that the timelines, the organic timelines do come into fruition. Because sometimes if they give you too much, you yourself infringe upon your own timelines or you like overthink them and you mess with them. And then instead of you creating the timeline, you're creating, oh, my God, what if I don't do it? Or, oh, my God, what if it goes this way what you know you're creating all these like you know uh different paths so that's why they only give you the little breadcrumbs right at the minute so with that it was i i do have to give credit to my soul to myself because i mean i could have i could have gone another way i could have chosen not to listen to dolores or raw i could have chosen not to believe my client that was in front of me that was saying that they had like a reptilian um you know male attached to them I could have chosen that, like many have chosen that, to be an ego, to judge, to be um, stuck in a box, but I didn't choose that. So yeah, it was my heart. I allowed my heart to lead me, and like I do, in every which way, in everything, everything that you will listen to, it is heart-centered, it is heart-based, it is birth from heart, it is birth from, um, you know, the Divine Mother energies that I carry inside of me, it is birth from this, and... Um, yeah, highest love light of source and mother. All right, beautiful. Um, next one is, are a majority 
of the regression sessions just regular for lack of a better term human lives or the majority of sessions like the ones in the book so i would say about 40 to 30 percent are just yeah regular sessions people just really just need healings body scans um maybe they're they don't quite sometimes see a past life or a future life yeah that happens too so we only really share the ones that um, are important for the collective, but the ones that are more like just for themselves and their self-healing, we don't share those because it's not meant to be shared. It's their journey. Um, yes. So, yep, there's both. And then... For the first session, what do you recommend? I want to know. <laughs> everything hello <laughs> much love oh that's a lot what do you mean first session oh like you're gonna have an aura okay so really listen to those 13 ways to prepare for an aura because they prepare you to communicate to your higher self and to not allow yourself to block your own self um so listen into those and um really really understand that it is important that you understand that you are very conscious sometimes or unconscious but you are consciously always connected to your higher self so then what happens is that when you're in the session and it feels like it's it's you talking it is you talking just because they have to use your physical vessel but source and higher self are inside you inside that flame so it will feel like it's you talking but it's them source and higher self and your team giving you the answers through you because they have to use your physical body so there's a lot of prog programming and dogma created on hypnosis i can i'm honestly every time i'm making videos i'm already channeling i'm, I'm in the theta already when i'm done with this this video i tend to forget because that means i'm in hypnosis i'm in the theta um because when you guys are listening to me it's it's my higher self i'm just letting my higher self speak that's who it is i'm just letting aurora speak and um so then when i'm done it becomes like a dream these readings um these these sessions they become like a dream and then i i begin to forget um yeah so then i have to re-listen to to the sessions um so i can remember them every single video i do this happens so when i'm here here in, in in camera for you guys i just channel and i go in my heart and i'm letting my heart speak and i'm letting my higher self speak from from me and then that's what i suggest for you to do just let your heart speak and stop thinking that you're separate from your higher self you're not separate so you are source love light the flame of higher self and sources inside your heart so how could you be separate from it from from this eternal flame you are this flame and you could never be separate from what gives you life force and light so releasing any programming dogma i could just take a deep breath and i'm in but i'm already in <laughs> so walking in the in between in the theta that's what we teach you're in between the spirit realm and the physical you're multi-dimensionally inter you know interdimensionally multi even multiverse traveling all day long okay um all right next question i'm gonna take five more minutes and then we're gonna take a break to start the next video what if 
I feel it's hard for me to be under regression mentally. So you have to also understand that if you're creating that for yourself, then it will be hard. So you really have to deprogram a lot of your belief systems on that. Remember, it's just, it's, you see the brain neurologically is it in and out of different brain waves all day long. Right now, when you're watching, um, say, TV, you are in a hypnosis state. When you're driving, you reach your destination 30 minutes later, you're like, oh, I'm here. I don't remember how I got here, but I'm here. You know, because you're on automatic. When you are showering, when you're meditating, when you're laying in the grass, when you're just sunbathing, these are, you're already in the theta. There, there's more deeper theta levels, and then there's just lighter theta. But our brain neurologically comes in, in and out of these brainwaves all day long. They know this, you know, the, 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 dark forces that try to run the world know this and that's why they use um the fact that our neurologically our third eye our consciousness is in and out of this and that's why they try to program it with all these different things because they know that so then it's time for you to release that you can't do that that's a lie everyone can do this yes there might be some blockages like you've seen through aura regression or passive regression how um you know which is entity removal how Sometimes someone feels blocked and then it's maybe they have uh, archon attachment in their DNA. Maybe they have something blocking them in their crown. Maybe they have a dark portal in their heart. So, but with aura hypnosis will help you push through that so that you can find what's blocking you. And when you find what's blocking, and that's key if you feel that you're going to be blocked. Because once you push through and trust yourself and your higher self, then you find what's blocking you and you instantly notice it during session every single thing that we find in you that your higher self finds that is causing an inversion within you that's blocking you connects you further and further further and by the time you're done with the session you are you're really just channeling at that point in hypnosis your higher self okay um all right Someone wants to know, how do I step more into my power as a light worker? I am being called to do something with my time and energy, but I don't know how or and I'm afraid to get started. That would be a personal question, um, but it begins with all that we teach um, being you. So number one thing is standing very strong, sovereignly in who you are, listening to your inner voice and your inner guidance. That's where it begins. And then from there, it just flows like a river. It flows like an infinite river that never stays still. And that's how you should be. You should be like ever moving motion that is infinite. Um, all right. Aura, what were some of the most activating revelations, chapter stories for you from the book? Oh my gosh, wow, they were also pivotal. Um, but I remember, okay, um, here, I could look through the list just to make sure. I'll take you through a quick guide of that. We could always start the next video later, but because I like to talk a lot. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Um, when I'm with you guys, we'd love to share as much as we can. Uh, okay, so the first one, First chapter was pivotal because when they're trying to attach that reptilian piece, because we had been finding reptilian consciousnesses into people the very first couple, say couple 10, 20, they're already there. Um, and I was like, how are they doing this? So then number chapter one was huge because we got to see the reptilian 
and how they were together like in black magic and they were putting this black spiky thing inside the children that they had um, locked away in this um, underground cave of some kind. So that was huge. And the next one that was huge for me was chapter three, the teachings of Yeshua. The reason why that one was so vast for me was because I was in a moment in time that because I'm in the profession of hypnosis, passive regression, a lot of the people, the majority actually of hypnosis practitioners, I'll be honest with you guys, don't understand what we're doing, don't understand. They're the, the ones telling, you know, I've had people come to me and they tell me I went to a hypnosis practitioner. They told me I need to go get prescribed. You know, I've, I went to this practitioner and and so I could just I could go on and on for days talking about the stories I've heard of how they've been treated by others. So I was being treated like that, too. They were telling me, no, the stories, the journeys that my 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 clients that are coming to me for help are not real or um yeah we don't believe in that kind of stuff no we're we're gonna stick with this here and i'm gonna stay in this bo little box over here and i i was being and then i was also very sensitive back then um when i had this session with yeshua i think i was um yeah yeah i was super sensitive um at this point my shields have just profoundly grown it's like don't even try it that's why i always stayed don't even try it keep your hate and your trolling to yourself because you're going to have to transmute it because you are because i have shields that are if you meet ill intent to harm it will be yours to transmute not mine i don't i don't have time for those inverted games i have to assist the collective so no thank you so back then i wasn't that strong though to say what i just said and um you know i felt a little beat up i was having psychic energetic attacks from the same people that you might be listening to now on YouTube or wherever, um, people were getting up on me saying that I, because I was telling people to use their source of light to surround themselves with love light, people, I had people saying that I was fear-based because I was telling people to shield with their source of light, which as we know, that is absolutely ridiculous. Why not use your source of light, right? So all these things. So Yeshua was huge. He knew he needed to come to me through this client that was a somnambulistic. She woke up, she didn't remember any of it. And he knew that he needed to encourage me because he said that it was my turn. And even though, you know, this goes for the collective, right? Because it's all our turns. We're all Yashua's now. But in that moment in time, he was like, I remember him talking to me even after the session and saying, it makes me emotional. He's saying, it was me then, now it's you, Aurora. <laughs> And I needed that session to push me through. So huge. <laughs> um, so let me see what other ones. Um, let's see. God, they're all so important. But I uh, definitely will point out a couple more. Leviathan, that's like everyone's favorite. The Leviathan, it's it's um so important. Um, the fallen angel. How someone could fall so deep like he did. And then he could get his, his angel wings back. And yes, he has to go through some trauma for the things that he allowed for him to be swayed by the in, in, in inorganic darkness. But yeah, how he's able to redeem himself with every act and every love. 
and the crystals that talked through him, the dragons, and it was just so, such a powerful session. And you all guys, like, he was, like, over six feet. He was, like, six feet tall. He's a huge guy. He, like, literally, he's, like, I just came out of jail. And it's, like, I know anyone else would have been, like, oh, God, get out. <laughs> like, no, and I even saw him in person, and I helped him out. And, of course, I wouldn't put myself in the situation unless he did make kindness, which he did. Um, yeah. So, wow. And the... Uh, God, hearing his journey and all the physical and sexual abuse that he had to go through from his own family was absolutely disgusting and horrific. And then here we have his beautiful Leviathan Fallen Angel session. Oh my gosh. Um, and then, oh, huge, the chapter 16 through 19, the compromised uh, reptilian and what they had to go through just to, they got conned into exploring the world and Come explore the world, but you have to kill off your parents and to pass the test and this being killed off their parents. And it was from another, I think, multi, another universe or another realm. Um, so another dimension altogether, but it was affecting this being here in the now. It was still them in some form. Um, so she told us on the journey where we can grow in compassion and love for these entities instead of you know, like trying to exercise them and bash them to hell. And, you know, like, no, I learned that from the beginning. I was like, no, I love you. Even if you're like so dark and you're so lost, I love you. And I'm going to love you no matter what. Even if you don't choose to positive polarize, I'm still going to love you. I don't know why I'm getting so emotional. <laughs> I guess I'm going through the journey here. <laughs> Excuse my tears. Okay. Um. Yes, and then the MyLab experiments, and even the, oh, the black magic market where they were, you know, exchanging people with black diamonds. And I remember that one, there was, um, that, that next morning there was Cabal parked right in front of my house, and I called the cops on them, and then they had to run away and pretend that they weren't there, but yeah, they're, you know, they're, they try to scare you. <laughs> um, and I remember thinking like, oh my god, am I going to share these things on YouTube? Wow. Um, so I have to also be careful what I'm saying here, right? Um, whew, yeah, huge, huge. Um, my life experiments, oh, how her, her, her family was in the CIA. She herself had a black diamond ring that was part of the family that had been handed down to her. And then she realized after she watched that session, she told me, she's like, oh my God, I have a black diamond and we have black diamonds in our family. I can't, you know, I have to get rid of this thing. Um, and how she remembered, and she was somnambulistic too, she remembered her family, um, her higher self showed her how she was part of those uh, rings. And the minute that, I, I'm actually sharing her quotes right now on all my social media. So make sure you go to Instagram, go to Facebook, um, Telegram. I'm sharing her quotes right now in this moment in time, the My Life Experience. Um, yeah, and the minute that she's born, they take her and put her, um, yeah, they put her in um, a military hospital and they start putting an implant in her and start testing on her like she's someone's experiment. My gosh, you all, like what? So these are the people that have come to me and it's like, I, I don't, <sighs> I ha we have to keep pushing through. We have to keep pushing through no matter what for them. 
Um, so then from there, I would go through and, you know, the huge ones were the, the Archon information, like the Looking Glass technology, the Knot of Light we figured out. Oh, that's what the Archons are. They removed, and then that's my channeled information on Knot of Light. They removed their organic light from them. And I actually had a recent session that will be in future book literature where we went from the beginning of this AI thing that began from the beginning of creation. And she was creating um, the Garden of Eve. And they were, oh my God, it was so beautiful. And she was Aphrodite. And wow. And even then she was fighting this AI thing that was starting to grow, trying to grow. So yeah, crazy stuff, y'all. And, um, but amazing, amazing. And then, um, yes, we have to do the next video, so we're going to finish up. Um, and then the huge one was the Elven Twin Flames. Wow. Um, I did a session, and so did, so did the other, uh, another practitioner did the session. And then there's one, one version, um, there were two elder Elvens, and then they put the journey together. That was one of my favorites because they've actually, they both have been aura certified they came in person and got aura certified and they're practicing so what we learned is that the them and the now know how to help people remove ai you know the uh the v you know all these different things know how to remove archons know how to... so the them and the now learned this in this now time and space because it is time to know it as aura practitioners and then that's why they were journeying to assist the one brother that turned dark, that was basically UFO abducted. And then they put an implant that replaced his consciousness or contained his consciousness. Wow. So yeah, what a journey, you all. What a journey. Um, maybe we'll have to do another one of these videos because we're about to, uh, yeah. So we'll save these um, questions for future um, videos and we'll touch based upon them. I hope that you really enjoyed this beautiful uh, time with me asking the author about the beautiful creation of my of our book, the universe's book. And many people call it the, the Holy Bible, the real Holy Bible. And actually what the angels came to me in the dream and they told me that it was the Holy Grail. And that's what they showed me. The minute I started putting all these sessions that these clients gave to me, they said it was the Holy Grail and that it was going to literally evolve creation. And we've seen it. We know the date it was publicated, which I had no idea then that that, that was going to happen. So thank you, everyone. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Um, yes, let's let's. I'll, I'll see you in the next video where we're going to talk about the bifurcation on this date that this book was published. And um, but it talks about the two third world split and how we're bifurcating in the inverted world and what that inverted world looks like we always talk about how to how to um recognize the inverted world and to go into the organic but now we're going to learn how what does the inverted world look like so get ready it's going to it's going to be intense guys you there's nothing that i don't do that is divinely intense it is phenomenal Mwah. i love you guys hope to see you at a retreat or a workshop come sign out i love you guys talk to you soon